guys, as you can see, we have the brand new revamped common room open space. And now joining us as the inaugural guests, <laughs> may I please have the lovely ladies introduce themselves. Hello, everyone. My name is Agatha. And today joining with me are three wonderful, wonderful classmates of mine. Uh, there are Geneva, Lauren and Audrey. And we're from St. Paul's Convent School. And today we're going to talk about teen hobbies. I'm Geneva from the same school and I'm formed for the fear. Hi, I'm Lauren. I like Agatha and Geneva said, we go to the same school and we're in the same form. Hi, I'm Audrey and um, I'm also from St. Paul's Common School and we're all from Awesome! Thank you so much for joining us. It must be quite crazy to do this in this kind of setting. I mean, it's the first time for me too, but you guys must be used to it. I mean, you've been doing virtual class for a while now. That's yeah, true. Definitely. Yeah, so this is piece of cake for you guys. <laughs> So today, yeah. I think the topic is so important because during this time, everybody's spending more time at home or supposedly um, keeping a social distance. And we're going to talk about teen hobbies. Like, how are you occupying your time right now? For me, as I've said before, my favorite pastime as of now is reading because I feel like it enriches my imagination and it just widens my horizon. I mean, furthermore, it actually helps with my writing. So that's why I love reading in my free time. Uh, for now, my the book that I'm reading is called To Kill a Mockingbird. Ooh. It is, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is actually originally intended for children, but you know, even at my age, I mean, I'm almost 16. I, I feel like um, it's perfect for me, honestly, because it's you know the story's you know short, sweet, concise, but the words they use, I feel like it's you know, yeah, it's a guilty secret of mine, but it's. I feel like it's beyond my range. Wow, like Google Translate every five pages. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Now, for those who have not seen this classic, this is not Hunger Games, okay? <laughs> Just need to put it out there. <laughs> but I know that Lauren, you've also read this. Yes, I have. I've read this book as well as the sequel to it, Ghost at a Watchman. Ooh, so how do you compare the two? It's not the same as the original because there's such a large time gap between her, the author writing the first book, as well as the second book. So I think that as time progressed, so has her writing style. But I still have to go and say that I love the first book, To Kill a Mockingbird is the best one by far. Nice. Talking about books and series that has a very long lifetime, I guess everybody would agree that we've all gone through the Harry Potter phase. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> All right. Is anybody revisiting some Harry Potter these days? Yeah, me. Yeah, um, we've been watching a couple of the movies, especially the ones with Sirius Black. Gary Oldman did a oh. wonderful job portraying him. And he's my favorite character, of course. And spoiler alert, it killed me when he died. I mean, it was just heartbreaking, that scene. Oh, gosh. I know. It definitely takes everybody back. You know, we, we basically watch them grow up, haven't we? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I read so, the book during the holidays and then spent my summer holidays on the books. And the cast and the theme songs were amazing. I watched the movies and I loved Emma Watson a lot. I think everybody needs to just put their hands up for Emma Watson. <laughs> I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. Same over here. <laughs> so what is it about Emma Watson that everybody loves? I think it's how she uses her platform for good rather than just promoting her movies or something that she's working on, she's voicing out the social injustices of the world. So by being a human rights activist, 
Um, and I think she's set up several foundations and donated to several charities. And by having such a large platform being Hermione Granger, as well as Belle in Beauty and the Beast, uh, she has such a wide and large audience that will see her do these acts of good. Absolutely. And who knew she could sing before she was Belle? I did yeah. it. I wasn't expecting that too, but her voice sounded wonderful. Yeah, like yeah. seriously, what else can she not do? <laughs> She's so talented, yeah. Yeah, and also like she actually really enjoys reading. Do you remember a few years ago she did that underground, aka Hong Kong MTR, um, book drop, surprise. I think um, I read from one of the interviews she did that she said she was a lot like her character Hermione Granger and that she also loved learning and um, I think we all know that from one of the interviews more recently that she learned the lines to every single character in the first um, movie and she was mouthing along to it in some of the scenes where you can like, revisit and see it and I just feel like it's amazing how we have a hero who is who takes pride in um, being academically uh, responsible and um, she is not afraid to show people that that's who she wants to be and I feel like that's what everyone needs to hear nowadays. Absolutely. It's so good to have somebody who is not afraid to work hard and do good. And I mean, imagine you guys doing a group project presentation and one of you have to study every single other people's part. I know I can't wow. do that. So, right, that's the kind of effort that she put into the first movie, right? So, coming straight back to you, Audrey, you are also onto something else. I mean, you're reading something because you watched something else. Yes, I have always been a huge musical theater fan. I mean, um, the first Broadway show I ever saw was Phantom of the Opera, followed by Les Mis. And um, ever since that, I've been obsessed. And um, the recent release of the professionally recorded Hamilton by the <gasps> It's amazing. And it, it's on Disney Plus, so it's available for on-demand streaming. And they're just, oh gosh, the whole cast is so talented. Even the ensemble. I mean, I heard the podcast that Tom did earlier on Hamilton, and he was seeing how um, there was always so much going on on the stage, and he is absolutely right. Even the ensemble, they, um, they're the backup dancers and the singers. They do things like so effortlessly. You feel like it's not hard when, when you look at their choreography, you can see that they're twisting and turning in every way. They're moving the props and they make it look so effortless and it's just amazing. Yeah. And because of the uh, musical, I have been reading the Hamilton biography. <laughs> wow. Wow. Now, guys, that is not the transcript, okay? That is not Lemanuel on the cover. That is actual founding father Alexander Hamilton. It is 800 pages. It's this big. It's crazy. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> How's that going? Thank you. It's, um, of course, because it's like a biography, it's a little hard to read. But then, you know, with the interest I have in the musical, I've just, I wanted to learn more about what he did in his life because the musical only covers a little. I mean, it's a 2.5 hour musical. Even someone as talented as Lin-Manuel Miranda can rap through all his life. So, um, you know, that's what inspired me to actually buy it and read it. Wow. Um, but, you know, just watching the musical, it was amazing. I mean, every single character was like rapping, singing, like all the time. And it's amazing how he can make 
a histor history character, a founding father of the U.S. like interest me. Yeah, definitely. I think maybe to be honest, a lot of the younger people may not have taken interest to read an 800-page history biography. If it wasn't a hip hop musical, exactly. I never thought I would read an 800-page book. Nevertheless, a biography—it's just crazy. That's so cool. Now, <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the next time we can travel. You can actually go to Broadway and watch it live. Wouldn't that be crazy? Be amazing. Yeah, definitely. How much do you guys miss traveling? I miss it a lot. So a lot. Now, just completely off topic. If There's no COVID. If you could go anywhere for your next holiday, let's say Christmas, everybody's healthy again. Where would you like to go? Let's start with Geneva. I want to go to London a lot because I want to visit the Sherlock Holmes Museum. I love Sherlock Holmes a lot. Oh, nice! And last time I went to London, I never had a chance to go there. Awesome, awesome, good choice. How about Agatha? Well, for me, I definitely I wouldn't choose a country per se, but I would want to go touring around the areas of Eastern Europe because I feel like their culture is so interesting and intriguing. There's so many aspects you can you know discover. For example, the architecture and maybe the food, the cuisine. There's so many things I'd like to discover. So, and the best thing is that most of the countries are sort of landlocked. So maybe you know a bus ride could take you to another country. Another one could take you to you know who knows where. So I feel like I might go there if awesome. I'm free. Awesome! Nice, nice. And Lauren, I would love to go to Palawan, which is one of the islands in the Philippines. Nice. And why? I'm actually half Filipino, so it helps me connect more. I get to embrace my culture. It's such a beautiful place. It makes me so proud, and I really appreciate going back to the Philippines. Oh wow! Lovely, lovely. And for Audrey, um, not to be a nerd, but I would love to go to Greece and Rome just because of the mythology. I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone here read Percy Jackson growing up, and it just kind of like I hate that I sound like reading is my whole life. Right now, I promise it's not. But it's just amazing. I mean, you learn about how ooh,、um, ancient Greek mythology talks about the twelve Olympian gods and everything. And when you go to Greece, you can actually see the elements still there. I mean, the Parthenon is still in Athens, and、um, Santorini is just an amazing island. And you know, plus Mamma Mia was in Greece, <laughs> and I just. You know, I know that people aren't just gonna like walk around and suddenly burst into ABBA songs with perfect choreography, <laughs> but <laughs> but it would still be pretty cool to go there. I mean,、um, I went on a European trip with my family a while a couple of years back, and I would just love to revisit that place. Oh my gosh, you're so lucky! People actually fly to Santorini to take wedding photos. That's how beautiful it is. <laughs> Not putting ideas in your head. I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, it's so lovely to speak to you, girls. You guys are fantastic to talk to. Thank you so much for coming onto the Common Rooms Open Space, and I can't wait to hang out with you guys in real life, and that we don't have to wear a mask anymore, guys. Thank you so much for、Same. having me. Thank you. Yeah, take、Thank、care you. of yourselves, and we will see you very soon. See you. See you. See you. Common Room with Alison Howe. Common Room with Alison Howe.